I said to you, I'm going to hell for recommending that damn show because <laughs> that show is a two pack of ass. No way! It's not like the best show I've ever watched, but I, it's not. Too, it's not bad to the point I'd be like, "This is ass." Okay, no, I think the way I was reading you guys' messages, I was like, "Oh, I'm missing out." When I watch, I'm like, <laughs> "You just made that up. You just made that up." I just found the drama really. It was keeping me intrigued. You know, I think I explained this to Diamonds and Dolls. Like, sometimes you watch something and you're not watching for the story. Like, you feel like you have to finish. You want to know what happens next. Like, these people's lives are messy. You're Diamond, right? And I'm... Uh, who's Doll? Remember? <laughs> I think I'm Diamond, you're Doll. Yeah, you said Doll. I'm like, thanks, Doll. <laughs> you're paying Diamond. <laughs> yes. Because I'm... Because I'm like... I'm thinking it's like... Because this is how you recommended young famous and African to me so I'm like oh she's serious about this so I'm like okay okay and I'm like no man no but it definitely wasn't for this show I was just like oh have a watch this I saw all of like um the West Africans talking about eh, 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 blood sisters blood sisters eh. so I was like okay then when IK came and gave it a stamp of approval I was like I bet so yeah because of everybody's comments I'm just like oh my gosh wow this sounds like the show to watch. I watched it. I didn't even finish it. <laughs> but you saw, but you saw how easy easy it is to keep going. It's a very easy. Because I saw your tweets, um, and then I saw even. I mean, even when I was speaking to you earlier, and you're explaining how you actually got sucked in, and even you hadn't even finished watching the things you're supposed to have finished, because it just sucks you in. It's the drama. It definitely sucks you in. But I just thought when I did that, I'm like, no, like. The times I'm like, wait, that's a plot hole. I'm like, that's a plot hole. There's another plot hole. I'm like, but you said, like, just there are a lot of things that they didn't work to explain very much. And yeah. then it just, her ex, she, yeah. she found her ex who could supposedly could not find her. She found him. And then now he's like, oh, if you leave, I can find you. You, ju- you just said she couldn't, like, I'm just like. This too much. But how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? You're good, good. You just gotta take this, I'm good. Okay, take that. Um, hold it. Hold it. Put it in your pockets. Go home and go home with that. <laughs> but no, I'm good. I had a pretty chilled weekend. Honestly, like super chill vibes. I was in my house eating your rent money. I know that's right. Yep enjoying my rent money enjoying this good old couch literally to the point where i watched everything by friday friday or saturday friday because you texted me about new jersey friday it was, i think thursday even thursday, i watched new jersey thursday you were saying stuff about chilma and them hoes i'm like damn yeah, so friday when the episode came out of day was atlanta atlanta that was it that was yeah. literally it i took friday or um I didn't do anything. I realized you don't actually need to be doing something huge to take a day off. Yeah. You I could just take a day off, just rest. You could actually just have a day where you wake up at 10, drink your tea, don't check emails. I did log in for a meeting, but that's because um the deadline's quite soon and like I will need support. So I did log in for that. Yeah. And I'm like, ah guys, and after this, even like my supervisor, she's like, oh wait, I thought. I, I thought you had the day off. <laughs> like, I'm doing leave, and I'm like, I'm literally here for this meeting. 
and, like, <laughs> and after this i am gone like don't even ask me not, i'm not i didn't even think i replied in emails i replied <laughs> to nothing i replied one or two team messages but there were emails there was back and forth i'm like no but no monday monday you, I'm, out of my, I'm, I'm out of my business <laughs> I'm oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh You guys are so silly with this oh 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 thing. Because I know what it is, but like I see it on Instagram. I'm like, really, guys, you've taken it to Instagram? <laughs> They've taken it to Instagram. When people are holiday, oh, 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 out of office, honey, out of office, out of office. But how was the weekend? What'd you get up to? Uh, my weekend was good. I actually didn't do anything. Um, you're gonna You're gonna like scream, but I think. I haven't really been outside the house since like Thursday. I've been like maybe out once or twice since Thursday. I've just, I did go out like earlier to get like some food, but I don't know. I need to get out the house. Like this, this is my week. I'm going into the office tomorrow. Um, We have a, like a, a lunch planned next week at the office. So, I mean, well, a late lunch. So I am actively trying to be like, no, you need to get out the house. You need to get out the house. You need, so I'm trying to like make plans. <clears throat> I still need to do my thing with you, but you also did say May is just not the month to try to grab you. Honey, has it? But you were if you was home this weekend, we could have done some. I wasn't this gonna. weekend. I was meant to go to a baby shower, and then I couldn't go at the end. And the baby, this baby shower was in Birmingham. Exactly. <laughs> So realistically, it still would have been like a busy weekend and then last minute couldn't go, plans change and stuff like that. That's how I ended up doing nothing. Otherwise, I definitely was not even meant to be chopping my rent money like this. I was meant to be outside, honey, outside. And the baby shower was on a Sunday yesterday. So um, I was going to go on the Saturday and then just like make a weekend out of it or whatever. And then, yeah, last minute plans change. Yes, on a school night. Hmm. Hmm. No, the, the drink would have been on the Saturday. Oh, I think the Sunday was just the shower. Yeah, but I mean, we weren't going to drink the shower. When, when did we get this opinion? No, the shower is here, not like our showers at home. Oh, no, baby. Oh, maybe I, the one that happened to you guys be knocking, taking drinks back? <laughs> friend, literally, I remember my friend Tara, like, so after that baby shower, she's like, yeah, if I throw a baby shower, it's no babe. I've seen she's like, I've seen what y'all can do. <laughs> Never. I've seen what you guys are capable of. <laughs> I've seen what happens when you guys are allowed to drink. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I, I'm gonna change that for you. Don't worry, baby. I'm gonna be the bad cop. I'm good cop. I've seen good cop and I didn't like what I saw. Time for bad cop. It was the way the level of beverage consumption. The level of bev consumption. I'm on another level. I'm on a new. On level. another level. Was on another level. Like, and it was flowing. Do not flowing. Flowing. Like, keep it going. Keep it flowing. Yeah, Shame. No, I like I get where she's coming from. I mean, I'm trying to argue my case in case that baby comes soon. But I am. I am <laughs> trying to fight for my rights to drink at a baby shower for someone who's not even currently pregnant. <laughs> Because I'm just like, girl, just, just the day you do. I'm like, the day you do announce this, please, like, please. One, one in yan, one in I don't want to be that person who keeps going into, like, the bathroom, you know, knocking them back because you we're know, just um, ass games. What's this? I think it was the House of BNG launch. That clip of Banang staggering. You know, iconic. You don't want to be you. You don't want that to be you. 
<laughs> you know she got that deleted like scrubbed off no not the internet but like so basically Nadia Nakai posted that first as always Twitter was quick recorded it that same day if you check Nadia Nakai's page oh. like you could not find it but obviously because we had screen recorded it and yeah. even some people who had it um they their tweets their tweets got deleted somehow but I downloaded the, the video because I'm like, hmm. please send it to me. So this is gonna come in handy. <laughs> this one. I'm gonna need this one. I'm gonna use this. We're just on one that day. But oh. yeah, that was basically how that baby shower was. Yeah. I wish I could go back. <laughs> but oh, yeah, you. I think we've done our intro without any further ado. Welcome, guys, to episode 26 of the Reality Check podcast, hosted by Anesu. Hi, guys. Me, Leo. Um, should we just dive right into it? Let's, let's, let's get him. I don't know. What, what do you what, Should we just get Selling Sunset out the way? Yeah, Selling Sunset out the way, then we'll get back to our Housewives girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as you probably already know, there was a reunion episode of Selling Sunset hosted by Tan from, I think it's Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I think it's just called Queer Eye. Yes, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of thoughts. I mean, <laughs> you've seen on my social media, lots of thoughts. Uh-huh. What are you thinking? Just, just tell us your thoughts. I really like Andy Cohen as a host of reunion. <laughs> I really do. I remember when you messaged me, I've never appreciated Andy more. <laughs> and even when I was watching the Real Housewives in New Jersey reunion, I'm like, oh, Andrew. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Do your Andrew. job. Just, you, you keep doing your job. Like, they pay you. I know they pay you well. Mm-hmm. Stay on that. Never, I'm like, never change, Andrew. Never change, Andrew. <laughs> My new favorite thing is calling him Andrew instead of Andrew. So you tweet even when you were like, um, Bring back what did you want brought back? Latoya. Yeah, bring back Latoya, Andrew. Andrew, like tell Andrew I want Latoya back. Bring her back. Wrong show. Um, yeah, I really do appreciate um Andrew's hosting skills. And I think this kind of circles back to the conversation we had about hosting and how no one can really be unbiased. That if excuse me, everyone is gonna come with their little biases and they're gonna be present and then. What was that? I don't know, it's your house. See? And um, everybody has their own biases. And like, it's hard to have one person like stay right in the middle. There's always gonna be a lean towards one or towards another. I think because Tan was leaning towards one, the, the, the heavier side, basically. He kind of like, even just like, I've just been watching a few clips right now, just to, like to refresh my mind. Cause I watched it. I think I watched it Friday. I literally watched it the day it came out. Um, just to refresh my memory further. And the only person he seemed to want or seemed to be able to hold accountable the whole time was Chelsea, not even able, but he just, every time he was like, if like you answer the question, he'd have a follow-up question. The other girls, Emma would say, yeah, I was an Olympic swimmer. No, 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 no follow-up. Okay, Emma, done. Like, you just ask the question, the person responds. 
no follow-up yeah there were jokes you'd make like oh my god you taste the empanadas and then like that's it like it wasn't whereas with Chelsea I'm not saying I'm not saying that word I'm not gonna say the word I know y'all think I'm saying the I, word. I, I'm I'm saying it. you're saying it. okay you, saying it. you can say it in your segment mm-hmm. I'm not saying that word I'm, I'm trying not to say that word too much I'm just thinking it I think it a lot I don't say it a lot I think it I'm like mm-hmm. interesting um <laughs> that he just like really dove in on Chelsea as Chelsea um do you find that you um are influenced by other people's opinions a lot like just questions that I'm like okay like I'm, I'm trying to sense the relevance with this and even when she's talking cutting her off or you know moving on it's just like I don't know if it's an editing thing or it was genuinely how the interview happened but yeah no never want to see him host again and you know I was looking through the hashtag and I'm not impressed. I'm not the only one. I think we can all agree that, um, <clears throat> pardon me, it felt very flat. I think he even said like the things that we were all probably looking forward to getting those answers for, we barely got. Um, and like you said, if you had all this energy for like follow-up questions for Chelsea about, but do you see how the viewers could see this? But do you see how da 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 When even Jashal or whatever the hell when he was asking, he didn't even have that same energy for follow-up questions for certain things, you know? Um, and that's why for me personally, I'm like, the word is in the room. I don't even think it's in the neighborhood. It, it It's present. She's here. She said, hey, how are you? Um, and sometimes- She got a job here. She, she works yeah, here. Yeah, she employed here. She go here. <laughs> she lives here and works here. Yeah. She go here. Um, yeah, it has this underlying like, microaggressive energy sometimes you know even with some cases of racism and microaggression it's unconscious bias like it's not like someone's consciously making the decision or the effort to do things like that but I'm like it didn't look even like you said if some of the things were like an editing I would have hoped that someone in the room at Netflix was like "Eh, we keep cutting off the black girl and these questions keep being done maybe we might want to consider keeping that in (laughs) we might want to um and I just think it's quite interesting because find this the first reunion they've ever done, but Vanessa didn't act that different to Chelsea. And if anything, she was even worse than she first came. She wasn't giving the benefit of the doubt. She was saying, that's not true. Christine said this. You guys just don't understand. You know, she was crying to be like, and not once did they say, hey, but maybe you did that. Or even, okay, Vanessa, do you see how maybe the other girls would have felt when you were doing this last season? Like, when they were bringing, yeah, when they were bringing up stuff from season four, no one was like oh but you know Vanessa it's funny to see you kind of against Chelsea and not understand where Chelsea's coming from because you used to do this to us too nope no no one everyone was quiet um not all kinfolk are kinfolk kinfolk I learned that the hard way this weekend really oh no I meant like with him I'm like oh I thought something happened oh no no I meant like with him with him like being queer and everything you'd think he, I mean, being queer does not automatically make you understand the struggles. Yeah. Like, but he's a queer person of color. I don't know. Yeah. What his? He's a POC. Um. So one would have thought, child. <laughs> but that's why people always say, you know, let's, you know, defund, deplatform POC because, like you said, not all skin folk is skin folk. Um. And it's not saying that you know Chelsea should have been given a pass, but at least if other people or you had the same energy for other people, like you said, some of the questions he would ask Emma and whatever was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So anyway, <sighs> but 
Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Oh no, I was I was reading up on who on, 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 on him. I was finding out oh. about him. So he oh. is Muslim, he is British and American, he is South Asian. His name is Tanvir Wasim Tan Tan France. They have one child, him and his partner have one child. So yeah, that was that was the, the rundown. <laughs> that was my deep dive into who this tan person is. Who tan really is. Who are you? Yeah, I think it was it was unfortunate. And I think you remember me saying last week and the week before, I am concerned um for our good sis Chelsea. Um it didn't go as terribly as I imagined, but I can't sit here and say it was necessarily good. Um even in some cases, um, cases sorry, where she did need to be held accountable for some of the Christine stuff. Fine, she was held accountable or whatever, but like, I just think no one was willing to, like even for someone who's saying she's friends, I mean, for people like Michelle and Emma who are speaking up um, on being her friend, like there was just no one who would have been like, oh, can I just say that, you know, I actually would have understood or I get where, da, 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 how this, 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 this could happen. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone was just, don't you find it funny how this is the season that they have a reunion and this is the time that a black woman is held to account at the reunion the the, the, the first time you know christine christine has done all of this never thought hmm, let's have a reunion i mean obviously between season four and five covid but you know, I, I, i'm i'm peeping off tea i'm peeping and it's off. also separately a separate conversation it's actually crazy how much like basketball wives real housewives like is such a blueprint like blueprint status you know the, the leader leader of the pack the leader of the new is, world the funny thing is the reunion the reunion actually fell flat in terms of everything holding anyone accountable content looks like i was just looking i'm like no one actually looks good here no one even you chelsea sorry chelsea's even worse because i just I have a fear for mesh, and when mesh doesn't match with your skin, especially people like like you got you got the money, <laughs> you got the funds. Why is your mesh looking yellow against your skin? Why? And then you have Heather, who obviously I think that's Barman, mm-hmm. went down to the nearest Barman store and <laughs> just what? picked up. No, it's Fendi. No, no, is it Fendi? Fendi do pink like that. Remember the time with the Nicki Minaj collection? It was pink. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I do, now that you mention it, I do remember what you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, just everybody's looks fell flat. Um, make, hair and makeup was good. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. But they've never really had a hair and makeup problem on the, on the show um and also chelsea is not going to be that good in braids so dream on guys you're never going to see braids on this show not for another no, you're right it was bomber sorry exactly um you're not going to see braids on this show not for a while and definitely not from chelsea i imagine maybe she could seem like a braid wig type i could see in a braid wig on holiday but i cannot i it's not a french plaid situation i don't see a shame you don't see it for her Mm, not this one I fear, which is fine. I mean, it's not by force. You yeah, know? you know, no one's. <laughs> We're not here to please her. That's not our job. That Black Life Matters to me. 
do you say black lives matter <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um yeah i mean that was very strange you know oh yeah actually to circle back to your comment about copying the real housewives yeah they tried to copy the real housewives and they even got their own gay to host it and it sucked terribly terribly and i think the other part of things falling flat is when your season just revolves around christine 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 then christine doesn't actually come to the reunion hey what y'all gotta talk about you postpone. You say, Christine, we're going to wait until the time that works. <laughs> we need you. You said you have COVID. Let's wait for you to isolate. Yeah, yeah. Can we see a COVID test? Um, or you're going to have to dial in, baby. Can you dial in like a man did? Because honestly, if I remember correctly, this reunion was released like the week after. They really, it really didn't have to be within a week, a week or two. I don't even think some people are finished. My flatmate, he watched the sentence and said he's not finished watching it. So they really could have waited at least two weeks. I don't know how they do it for the other shows that had reunions, but reunions are just not, Netflix doesn't know how to do a reunion. And like I said, Netflix needs to start talking to some Real Housewives, some messy Real Housewives producers and say, listen, we need help getting this show to where it is. I hope next season six starts with, you know, an HR department, you know, someone being hired to do HR, you know, to, 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 to prevent um, Jason dating any of the realtors because- most of them are married anyway, Sarah. So I would hope, you know, married baby moms, you know, in something, in some sort of commitment. So I would hope, you know, he's not. Don't forget there are all those other locations and all the other people that don't make the show. So they clearly still, there's still a need for HR. You don't know who might put his paws on it. <laughs> Listen, you know what? A random other thought that came to me selling OC is. They own the OC thing, but then Tampa, like no one really explained why why selling Tampa was a spinoff of like why couldn't it just be another? Remember when it started? I literally thought like, oh, it's the Oppenheim group in Tampa or something. Oh. No, here comes a little real team. Uh, so <laughs> and then I think by watching by virtue of watching the selling the OC trailer, I'm like, wait, the the Tampa one isn't actually related. Like it's not like when Maya goes to and even Tampa is not Miami, so it's not like. So, you need to explain that. Y'all need to explain that. Like, somebody ain't doing the math, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, it fell flat. And it, it, honestly, if you haven't watched, it's honestly a mess. Like, you can you can skip it. You would not miss much. Yes, you might not get what the TL is talking about. But it's not like, honestly, the TL wasn't like dying over it. Like, I saw very few tweets. Like Literally, I actually saw very few people that actually watched the reunion. I mean, at this point, I don't blame them because what was there to rush for? Like, yeah, it was a waste. But um, after having watched the reunion, no matter how, like, dead it was, is there anything that, like, you feel, like, did, and did it change your view of anything or any of the situations that took place this season? Yes. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like jason and krisha listen when they asked the showman's question that they were asking for me i i was gonna all of us (laughs) are y'all faking it um i loved i mean i think the problem with tan's hosting was he'd ask dumb questions like emma um is your allegation about christine real like emma would say no it's not real actually i just made that up for the show yeah like no one's gonna say that (sighs) it's just a dumb question don't even bother but if maybe you ask do you see why viewers would see it as fake? Like, ask, like, I get what you meant, but 
get into the ask a question where the person has to think about their response and kind of get into our minds as the viewers that we're reading about these things we're watching you know we're watching the show like we're not seeing we're not privy to as much information as they have obviously it's your life you know that you and Chriselle fucked on the 7th of January but we don't know this you know we need a bit more context so if you can provide it do it and none of the questions were doing that um I think my view is that this was a very serious relationship to Jason mm-hmm. note I said to Jason <laughs> emphasis on Jason. to Jason um I don't know about Miss Mama's how serious she took this relationship and obviously you know this baby thing like okay Kushal's 40 yep this baby thing it's the first I'm hearing about it that it's a definite I have to have babies she never really said anything about it when she was married to that other guy like it's never really it never came up honestly in my I, I could watch it back and find it did but before the season it never came up so for it to now be this deal breaker that you know she can't stay with this guy um they want different things it's a bit like mm, girl you sure um and i don't know if you know and even like her reaction to their conversation jason was damn near bawling his eyes out giving us town crier but <laughs> she was she was just like she was stone cold but then again i will give her the benefit of the doubt also yes this reunion has made me give Krisha a bit more benefit of the doubt. I'll explain why after. Gave, I gave her a bit of benefit of the doubt because I do understand she's now in a relationship. Like, it's inappropriate if... I mean, I don't know if I would say inappropriate. It's kind of weird. Let me say weird. If your babes that you are now dating is there on the stage crying about her relationship with her ex, if, you know, you guys... I don't know, you know, if she's trying to convince you that you guys are a thing now. So... I mean, I'm thinking about it that way. I don't think she didn't look like she was holding back anything. She did not look like she was like trying to remain composed. I just think that kind of gives insight into why probably her crying isn't the best look. If she's saying, I'm dating this person, I'm happy. I think finding out, you know, that she dabbles in the pond has kind of changed my view because I, I think I have a bit more, like 2% more sympathy for her because a lot of people's comments, I think, were rooted in like homophobia and like homophobia because they're like oh you date jason you date now and then now you date her and it's like she could still have a family with this like don't don't get it twisted like i think if your thing is that yes um g G flip interesting name um g flip is a 20 something year old you know into music who doesn't seem like they're willing to they're able or wanting to settle down very quickly that one i could hear but a lot of people weren't making that point. There were a few people who made the point that, oh, if you want to have start a family, is dating someone in their twenties really what you do? Um, but a lot of it was just, oh, and it was that, yeah, it was just, and that's the person you date. Um, but yeah, I do have a bit more sympathy. And even she did come out and say the thing about Chelsea that when she said the real realtors comment, she did mean that um, a lot of people just send like bikini pics to try to get into the agency and while I hear that I'm going to give a benefit of the doubt I'm not done with you but there's some you have some goodwill in my heart don't waste it I don't know maybe I'm being harsh and I'm biased obviously because I have already gotten to the stage where I don't like her anyway um so it's difficult for me to like oh okay maybe because 
even with what she was saying about how people try to get into the agency again that wasn't your you didn't have the same thing to say about Vanessa and she had admittedly come and said I'm I was just an actress doing telenovelas and stuff I don't have experience in this field and you didn't you didn't just like her just like her finally now yeah she was, on day, she was on days of our lives so so I'm saying so I'm like and not once was she questioned about like is she a real realtor um so that why I'm that's why I'm like it's things like that that's like mm, if if it was like there wasn't anyone new and Chelsea was like the first first new person maybe bar a man or who they already knew was a like she stages homes because she's an interior designer and she's friends with the guys and Mary. Maybe she felt like, okay, if she's friends with them, I don't need to question because um, <laughs> it's gonna end in 10 minutes. Yeah, it's back on this BS again. <laughs> but um anyway, it's probably good because it keeps us on time. But um what was I gonna say again? Oh yeah. And an interior designer. Yeah, so maybe because, you know, the, the, the guys knew she didn't feel the question, but the fact that she didn't question Vanessa still like, I also am now of the belief that I think this is very real for Jason. I can't say I'm getting the same vibes from her, even when we were, well, when I watched like the last episode of the show, and then even when they're giving us like the flashback clips, like there was maybe all of one or two tears, even at the time she was speaking to Emma, if that um and granted fine you know they didn't show us jason crying on camera we don't know what could have happened before but like this is someone who for a long time on the show has never had an issue crying on camera you know what i mean it's different if it's someone who like we rarely see cry you know like we don't we don't we actually don't see maya cry like that so if something like that happened maybe you might be like you know what maya generally doesn't cry that much on on camera on the show so this this if somebody came and said oh she's just not that way inclined or she doesn't like doing that you're not gonna have difficulty believing that but with krishal that's never been the case and all of a sudden now there's no emotion like it's weird um also you pointed the fact that it's difficult obviously someone's moved on you don't want to show too much emotion or maybe keep giving your past relationships so much light if you're seemingly happy and have moved on the problem i have with that is that krishal even in the last season will still make mention to people like justin um even a few weeks ago on twitter it was circulating about how she's she was shading him in an ig how many boyfriends how many boyfriends ago was that do you know what I mean? And that's, you got divorced when like in season two and one season, yeah, season three and now we're in season um, five. So, you know, it's difficult for me to be like, oh, maybe that's why she didn't want to speak on it that much because but if you're still shading Jason, I mean, Justin, after Jason, while being with G Flip, Sissy, I don't think um, speaking about your exes is something that, 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 that bothers you. Heal. He no, that's actually heal. That man moved on. I think he got a new wife now. Like, sissy. <laughs> um, and I agree with the people. I, I I do agree that that was really sad. How I was surprised. Um, I don't know why. I think because in my head, because it's selling sunset, and I I would imagine that maybe its audience is predominantly white. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I feel like, unfortunately, when it comes to hip hop or like urban as they like to call it those kind of spaces like we're used to seeing so much homophobia and biphobia and transphobia such that 
I didn't expect her to get that much of a negative response. And I think that was really heartbreaking to see because these are people's lives at the end of the day. Um, so I can I can agree with that. That was that wasn't nice to see. But I too was of the belief that if she's now with G Flip, obviously she doesn't owe anyone an explanation. But it would be interesting to understand what the situation is with kids because if this is someone in their 20s or 30s or whatever and their career is at a place where it doesn't seem like they're slowing down um is that just kind of not would that not have been the same thing as just maybe waiting for jason for jason to feel like oh right now we're opening this office and we're doing this and we're doing that so i can't have kids right now because i'm just like if that was what you guys are saying was the only issue and if you're gonna maybe wait i'm thing huh Jason's thing wasn't a time thing. Wasn't so Jason is saying like at all at all. Because at the end of the season, when he answers, he's giving me right now. Yeah. And when he now, answers, it's time-wise. But at the reunion, his answer gave me. Because they're like, saying, I don't see that in my life right now. Anyway, maybe for him, he's also thinking, you know, I don't want to hold you down wait. Yeah, could you wait? Like, and it's like, so today, today? Yeah. Like, could it. you wait as well? It's unfair to ask someone to wait until you're in that position because you actually could never be in that position. And we don't know if Krisha wants to carry this child herself. If she wants to carry this child herself, the sooner the better. I hear it. It's just interesting because I'm saying, like you said, if it's kind of like a, I want the baby today, not today. And then even with G Flip, you're not having the baby today, not today. Granted, maybe not waiting for Jason, but I just wonder what, the, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder how that's going to work because like it's, you said earlier, we've obviously never heard about her wanting a baby this much, but obviously she's grown older as the show's gone on. So maybe it's been cl- clicking the head. Like, okay, I'm 40 now. Her and mine being 40. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I don't like the baby, but they look good. They look yeah, good. Yeah, no, they look damn good. They I look good. They look like, like, I thought maybe like 30. I knew, she wasn't, I knew she wasn't like, maybe like 30, 30, at like, Mm, 34 is even young 36 i thought like 36 between 38 i knew they were pushing for i knew there was a there was a 40s approaching but i didn't think it was like it's crazy like and my just had like a baby the other day like god they look good they look good that's that that that's what i would find interesting that if you are in a situation even let's just say realistically i can't stay with this person who doesn't know yet fine but now that you've gone to this person who you it i don't know again she might pop up pregnant next month we actually don't know so there's that no one is is there for the baby g flip could just be like oh i like this babe she's gonna have a baby they can do them (laughs) i'm I'm happy to be your single motherhood I want, I'd love to see you on your journey, but that's got nothing to do with me personally. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with me. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens with Kushal. But yeah, other than that, I mean, setting sunset reunion, either don't do it again, we'll just step, step it up because this was whack. True. I think um, there was that little moment, that little exchange between Maya and Chelsea where they were talking about how to dress in the office. And I thought Maya's opinion was totally off on that. Like it sounded some kind of way because... The way I like the way what Chelsea was saying that you can't say you're gonna disqualify people because of how they dress. Like, come on, guys, that's such an outdated way of looking at things, and also yeah. barrier to entry for a lot of people of color. It's um, you know, because then it stems, it goes further than just how you dress. People are gonna be like, oh, you wore a hoodie. 
people are gonna your be like, hair. Oh, your hair people are gonna be like oh um the way you speak like you know there's gonna be other little things that we nitpick and say we don't want to see in the office obviously if you're a guy like for example and no, no even if you're not a guy you're not gonna go show a house in a hoodie come on you're yeah. gonna you're gonna you know wear certain things but obviously for some people they like it shorter some people like it longer but Maya's opinion on that I was like I can see who's not I can see who's not you know committed to diversity and inclusion in the office you're not one of the elite girl like it was giving me a hater vibes it was just giving me like you said very exclusionary um I also agree I like the fact that my I mean Chelsea even clocked the fact that yes none of the people mentioned are black so what does that mean for people in, of color then like do you know yeah. what I mean um what, so, what are you guys what are you guys doing to push diversity nothing yeah to push nothing and i think that's been the reality of any corporate field like a lot of what the guidelines or the parameters of what professionalism is is always rooted in whiteness um or things that are more common or whatever you know just white adjacent it's, it's exclusive it's pretty exclusionary yeah it's very exclusionary so um i was happy that she pointed that out i hope she actually made Maya sit there and reflect that oh maybe maybe she understood yeah, Maya, Maya, Maya was loud and strong like loud and wrong so I don't think Maya really learned but then again she's Israeli so I don't know why I was surprised maybe yeah maybe it's to do with her culture and stuff but those are <laughs> um, yeah aside from that like my last comment will also be on Tark and Heather acting like yeah like I was saying I thought it wildly wildly inappropriate for them to act like their mother's not alive for you know Heather to kind of assume the mom role like I think there should be that boundary that you know at the end of the day you are their stepmom and you know the world has moved on the world does not believe that you know stepmoms are evil anymore everybody's every like I don't I've lost count of people who have positive stepmom stories so I don't think we're there anymore so there's nothing wrong they're quite young in any case there's nothing like 12 or something at the oldest is probably like 12 I don't think Tariq is that old um you know it's possible for them to be a positive you know you know impact not even impact positive aspect of her being a stepmom but for whatever reason they just want to act like the mom doesn't exist but they but she does exist when it's time to shade her or you know talk about you know who's prettier between her and heather it's then it's time it's so inappropriate and heather's gross for doing it um yeah yeah i really don't like it and yeah over to you <laughs> no i agree it's really nasty it's horrible it's tacky what tacky maybe tacky is not the word but like yes i like that word tacky <laughs> i just don't know why um she's fine with it and i think oh anyway we're not we're not even going to get, it just it's a mood dampener like it's it's just so ugly for people to do stuff like that mm-hmm. um i also found my story really really sad um like yo see life is just so hard and I think at the end of the day when all is said and done like these people are on the show obviously for entertainment purposes but like real life happens and some of these stuff the things that happen is just really sad and I think knowing that she'd already decided to make the decision to slow down so she can you know close her last sale and just go back to Miami to be with her family um and for something like that to happen it's just really sad I think especially so late in the pregnancy yeah like so late so love to her love to her family and I know it 
you know, for a lot of women, it's not easy to heal from that. Some people never really do. Um, yes. So just prayers and love to her and her family, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, but I think definitely for what was, um, what we say is a mess, you're talking about it enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we jump ship over to um, Real Housewives? I don't know which you want to talk about first. New Jersey. Like, you know Literally, me now. You still feel like, like, like clockwork, lame, corny, boo. Um, so far, it is going a lot better than I thought. Um, right? A lot better than I thought. I, I think, you know what? I have to, like you said, kudos to, to Andrew. Andrew gonna ask the right questions. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold him. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going a lot better than I thought. I still, I don't know. I just wish they didn't. They didn't spend so much time just doing trade this person, trade this person, trade this person. That is because it, it, that's the main thing. Even every other thing that they're speaking about, like always links to trade, and then it links to Marge, and then Joe and Melissa over here think that trade did this, and she's not doing this. It's just like I'm bored of it. Um, I'm also really the same, it's the same arguments all the time all the time there's not much change I wish it would just get to a point like Melissa Trey we are we are family but we're not friends it's fine you know my stance on this it came to me while I was watching this I'm like if Melissa was a real bitch Melissa would just be like you know what I can see things with Teresa and I we're not gonna get along that's fine but Teresa should have a relationship with her brother because that's her blood. Teresa should have a relationship with her nieces and nephews. Those are her, that's her blood. Joe should have a relationship with his nieces, with his nieces. That's his blood. I'm not blood with, the only people I'm blood with here are my kids. So as long as I'm good with them, I'm like, I don't know why, like, I know, you know, Melissa even said, we don't have to force it. And you know what, it's true. You don't have to force it. But if you're going to say, I don't have to force it, you're going to need to do things to show that you're not going to force it. Get off the show. And, and mean it. Because I, get off the show, leave. Because like you said, Melissa will say, we don't need to force it. Then in the same breath, turn around and be like, but I'm your family. And we're family. And family's supposed to do da 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 You know what, it's fine. I don't have a problem with, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> It should be like, oh, it's about you and your new sisters. Like, you sound jealous. Like, if you are truly unbothered, if you are truly unbothered, you just be like, yeah, that's Joe's sister. Like, she's not my sister-in-law. That's Joe's sister. And that's that's as far as the relation goes. When we go to family events, I'm there, she's there. We say hi. We keep pushing. Our husbands are now friends. That's cool. I like Louis. That's cool. Like, for someone who wants to seem indifferent, Melissa just does not give indifferent. Honestly, because she was um, basically saying she's fine with whatever Trey wants. It's Trey's wedding, da 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 But then literally after she'll speak out and say, oh, but I'm sad that this is how it has to go. Why? You haven't particularly been the nicest to Trey all season or been the best. Um, or come to a defense the same way you guys demand defense or support. In the way things she says in the confessionals, she's like, oh, I never said anything. Ma'am, have you been... Have Maybe. Are you, oh, you watching this, the same show we're watching? The same edit? So Because it, like, it don't feel like it. If I don't go, it's going to be a problem. And it's like, yeah, 
if you're gonna do it from the goodness of your heart don't you don't have to comment about it it's like saying oh if i don't donate to charity i won't go to heaven no you're not exactly you're not doing it out of heaven you're doing it because you think it's gonna get you into heaven but no if you were just like i'm gonna go teresa because that's my family and i need to check if she's okay or I'm not going to go with Teresa because I'm not happy by her actions. Both are fine. The, both, okay. No one is going to kill you for any of those. No, she's just annoying um, because, yeah, you, you haven't spoken to her much since you guys stopped filming or whatever. Or, and then you want to turn around and be shocked that, you know, like she, she said, she speaks to Louis sisters almost every day. Like she's clearly built a relationship with them um, where, yes, you're going to be my sister-in-law, but it's even a friendship. So it's more than that. And the fact that she'll sit here and she doesn't even like Trey. I think for me, that's really what gets it because gets me because you keep using family for me. It feels like a manipulation tactic, like to just want to be like, see, 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 you don't even mean it. Da, 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 da. But then you also don't do things that family should do or whatever your definition of what family should do. You don't do the same things, but you want to now hold Trey to the standard just to match whatever narrative. Um, and I'm also really bored of like Joe Walker being so involved, like, it was interesting at first, and then it got annoying, and then you called bitch boy, and then da 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 da. da. But like, <laughs> get over, like, get off this. Pardon me, get off the stage. Um, you're not, you're not in that cast photo for a reason, <laughs> okay? Everybody can ch- like just, just relax, just relax, and all of this like, you know, you're bringing, you're putting me down. You're not being a good sister. Like, I find them so manipulative. Like the things that they try to say to Trey about Trey doesn't do this for her family, she doesn't do this, they don't do for her either. So why do you want to hold Trey to a standard that you don't even hold yourself to? Yeah. Um, I was going to say about Teresa being close to Louis' sisters. I mean, it is early days. Like, there's still time for things to go wrong there. Gonna, you're forgetting that, Mel- let's not forget that Melissa and Trey have like 10 year plus they have 10 years on the show even it's not even 10 years plus you know it's 10 years on the show and then and then some so clearly you know this relationship has had its ups and downs as they showed in those clips so and louis sisters i imagine she has not even known two years so you know there's still room for that not that i wish it for her but like we can't compare when you have that much history with someone you know there's grudges and stuff they're not yet at that stage with louis sisters um but i mean yeah if you know they were serious about anything they meant and they weren't like trying to paint Teresa out to be the bad guy they would they would do things you know to to you know kind of just dig into their stance that you know Teresa were not doing anything were open or willing to have a relationship with you but Melissa wants to seem like the villain I mean wants to seem like the Teresa is the villain so this is a big I guess you know I'm, I'm happy if that's what you want I'm happy for you that's the issue all of this is because trey doesn't like and trey doesn't want to be her friend she's a beg because i think you cross the line when you start mentioning the things you used to do for trey's mom you cross the line when you mention oh i was the one visiting in hospital or or while you were in jail i was doing this way kids you're crossing the line because you you, you're saying you want to keep the peace. You wanted this. You wanted that. But um, how are you going to have those girls over me in your wedding or family? And then you turn around and say, I'm just tired of all this family, family stuff because clearly that's not the case. Okay, shop, you're tired of it. Then stop, keep bringing it up and stop, keep saying, oh, but I'm your family. And then mentioning all the 
And this is what, you, like you were saying, this is the issue with people that don't do things out of the goodness of their heart or out of the kindness of their heart. She does things and then later on when things don't go in her favor, she wants to hold it um, in someone's face. Whether it's the leggings, let me wear this. If I don't wear this, it'll be a problem. Whether mm. it's, oh, let me say something because if I don't say this, it'll be a problem. Now when you guys are at odds, oh, what was, what was I doing for your mom while you're away? What was I doing for your kids while you're away? What does that have to do with anything? She was in jail, first of all. Like, I like, don't, I don't and, any choice in the matter and also if we're really being very honest if it weren't for joe she probably would not be doing that it's because you're like oh this is my man's sister it's not that you really wanted to so the fact that she does this and it's like like i said you don't even like trey if we're being honest you don't you certainly don't act like you like her which is fine but the very least you could do is just leave the baby alone like just leave her alone um, all of this that you're saying, why isn't Trey talking to Jen or stopping Jen when Jen is saying this to your brother? Half the things that Marge was saying, you didn't want to say anything when she was saying this about Trey. Joe didn't want to say anything when she was saying this about Trey until that, that, that trip to Nashville. And it was like the second or third day when they eventually had that conversation with Marge in the kitchen and everyone was trying to get it to understand. Other than that, you didn't say anything. So she, she's whack. Um, if she's tired of the whole family stuff, and Joe is busy walking around stomach and saying, I quit. I hope they actually pack their load and go because mm-hmm. you're only on the show for the sake of family. If if Joe was not Trey's sister, you wouldn't be here. So I mean, Trey's brother, sorry, you wouldn't be here. If you're tired of the bullshit, if you're tired of Trey as well, you get up and leave because like she said, you are on that show because of her. True. You are. As much so, as it hurts her to admit, it's true. You are. So if you don't like her that much, you don't like the vibes, Joe, you're tired of being put down and being called a bitch boy. Just leave. It's okay. No one's holding a gun to your head. Just leave. But because the Bravo checks cash nicely. Honestly, and like they said, um, I mean, obviously Bravo t- Twitter was saying how their move and stuff was to do financial stuff. So if the check is hefty, they'll probably keep still taking it. But just at least be a good sport while you're here. <laughs> Don't bore us during your stay. Please. I mean, I don't imagine, you know, um, what's it called? What's my point? I don't imagine it's like life-changing, but clearly if they're still struggling to build Chateau Goga, <laughs> let's call it Chateau Goga, <laughs> <laughs> then clearly there's, you know, there's an issue. Yeah. But, you know, let's, let's, let's take the piss out of the black woman who was trying to build a house on her own right that part um it's interesting i don't know if you know this is the thing about housewives i feel like it's always so interesting as a viewer to watch where everyone leaves off on the last episode and then getting to the reunion and the energy is just all the way different um because watching marge and jen you wouldn't think they ended off the season the way they ended off um I even wrote to my notes that it's quite interesting how Marjorie had this whole sit down with Jen and was like, I never meant to hurt you. And, da, 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 da. and the way she was speaking to her at this reunion, I said, hmm, funny, interesting. And I just find it really, this one thing that annoys me and I feel like even Andrew has got to stop doing, nobody be holding that lady accountable for a damn thing. Uh, is this Marge? Yeah, no one holds Marjorie accountable for anything anything the things she was saying to Trey the things she was saying to Jen just I was just like but why is no one saying anything 
<laughs> that's why they called you child mouth. Look now, just <laughs> that's what she be doing. But if Teresa does anything, she's the diagonal villain. She's the fucking villain. Now I just think it's really crazy because this is why I um, I kept highlighting the fact that Marge is so vindictive because um I think Jen even pointed out how it's funny how she's only ever done one thing to Marge and it was four years ago. And for someone who claims she's gotten over it, she's never gotten over it. And she brings it up every single time. And no one on the cast will sit there and say, oh, but it was long ago. No one. No one. But let it, let it, let it be Marge who did something. Thing they can hold against anybody. That's it. And it's funny because let it be Marge who did something like that was a long time ago. But now, Jen, something that happened. And I apologize. Um, and yeah, I think we thought that Candy Girl, Candy Girl. <laughs> we thought she takes things to hell. I am Margareta. That's that one. <clears throat> the horny Hungarian. Wild. It'd be it'd be it'd be wild. She'd be wild. Um not a good woman, I fear. At all. Um what did you think about Dolores and Jen? I don't know if that's just me, but I came out of nowhere. I was like, because like, like, so I was working while I did it. And then I hear them arguing. I'm like, and like, they're like, I think, shut the fuck up. Like, like it was like, they were going, I'm like, and, and you know what? I was thinking to myself, this reunion, if you just watch this reunion, if literally this is the first episode you watch, you think, hey, gosh, this season must have been drama. Like, the way these women are just not on the same page. No, it was just chilling. It was a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, Tracy there, Tracy that. Nothing interesting. Like, the way they bring it, it I don't know if they're acting or if they're kind of putting on a show. I think to some extent there is that element of putting on a show for us. But I'm not mad. I'm not and mad. I think they have a lot of making up to do. I'm sure they, they saw the tweets at the time that they were filming. They saw how unimpressed probably people were. I, I too would not be surprised if a couple, because I was just like, where did this come from? And granted, you may have seen the confessionals and then episodes, but there wasn't that much that happened that I can feel like Jen and Dolores are not each other. Jen is like, I'm disgusted. Hey, I'm, I thought I was like, if you had to take a shot for every time someone on this thing says, if something is disgusting or they're disgusted, you'd be an alcoholic. Yeah. You'd be an alcoholic at this point. Like, because that is their favorite word. I am disgusted with you right now. Even how they froth at the mouth and being called a bitch. But they'll say all the vile things under the sun like this. Don't call me that. Oh no, that's Kenya's bad. Kenya, don't call me on my name. Don't call me on my name. Anyway. But, um, I, yeah, no, like I said, I think. I don't have that much to say. It was part one. I really hope it does not go beyond part two. Um, I only think, could I ask, <laughs> could I ask as if you wouldn't answer it? <laughs> who is, like, judging of reunion performance alone, who do you think doesn't deserve to come back next season? Jackie. You still, I was thinking, you know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I hope, because clearly, you know, they're saying that Jackie got demoted. I want to see, I'm like, okay, I want to see who their performance just wasn't giving. To me personally, maybe I'm thinking about outside factors. 
it was it's still Melissa. I said it before. I definitely we agreed. You and I know we agreed that it's one of Jackie, Melissa, or Dolores. One of them has to go. Mm-hmm. We agreed on that. It's just a matter of who. And mm-hmm. I just think if you think about the long-term dynamics of the group, I mean, obviously they want to paint New Jersey as the family show, but removing Melissa, I think would give it a fresh, you know, kind of like how Atlanta feels fresh right now. It would give it a fresh take because Melissa, Melissa's not, Melissa's not, she's not going to new thought. Melissa's this had, a vibe. Like it's the same repetitive stuff. For about six seasons now, it's enough. She's got to go. I think, Definitely her and Jackie are in the bottom. I think Dolores has, Dolores has stepped it up. I don't know what they told her. They said, mamas, your, I don't know. They don't hold anything. I'm going to say your hips because they hold the hips in the thing. <laughs> your, hip, yeah. your hips are on the line. So you'd better, you'd better like come with it. Because if not, you see Jennifer, what Jennifer's doing, copy her. And then she's like, oh, fight her, fight her. Okay. <laughs> and then she's like, no, she she looked great. She really looked great. Yeah, she looked good. That that video. Sweet, she looked good. Um, I think Jackie, Jackie and Melissa definitely. Um, I just I think I'm still leaning towards Melissa. Jackie was still whack. A lot of the lines. I think that's why, because even like you said, if we're basing it on reunion performance, Melissa performed. It's just that at the same time. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. It's just that it's the tape, the same tired stuff. Same performance. She, yeah. Performed. She performed, but it's the same one she gives you every time. Um, even with her and Marge instigating about um Trey's engagement party. Yeah, but wouldn't you feel away? You didn't oh, feel away. You weren't even invited because you don't hang out. Shut up. Like shut up. Shut Ooh, up. Lame. <laughs> That's not like at the end of it all, Melissa's a big. Like all of this is, is because Trey doesn't want to be gang gang with you. She's a big. Biggest bags I've ever like in my life, yeah. I've seen some bags by you who even those that have been bags before. Like they don't beg friend like this. Like <laughs> it's crazy to me that you're at a level. You're beg you're being a bag with your sister and all like that's it's so lame. Like you're so lame. Um, but yeah, I think that's why I'm like based on renewed performance. Jackie says some stuff here. They piped up a little bit. Re Trey Marge dynamics in general. Not enough. It's not enough. I'm I feel the strongest woman you'll ever meet. And I hate to break it to us. You see, unfortunately, that's not your title. That that one there is not the title of your of your belt. That's <laughs> hate to break it to you, sweetie. <laughs> I mean, that's not you. Even just I I think I don't know why if it's a thing with. New Jersey, but they just always bring up old shit. Like they brought up the stuff, Teresa's the analogy. They brought up the Evan room. I'm like, even Andy was like, Yeah, we're not discussing that today. Like, guys, Sorry. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. heard. Like, and this is why I was like, I think because the season was just dead, there's only so much they can actually just like when you really think about it, we don't actually need a part two. We're gonna get one, but we don't actually need it. It's a three part. What do you mean a part two? We're gonna get a I know. Two. Huh? We're gonna get a two and a three. And a three. And this is what I'm saying. And one, don't, we, we don't need it. No, I would I, I would have been happy with a two because you know, two is where they bring out the husband. You know, the husbands talk about their messiness. Bill, we're gonna ask him some questions. But you know, I would have I, I would have been happy with this being a two-parter, but a three-part, like gonna the thing dragging is, it out at this point. The first time Bravo did three-part reunion, it was like 
wasn't it um it was atlanta it was atlanta i think it may have been actually it was that one the one where Porsche drags kenya i mm-hmm. think if i'm not wrong that was the first three part reunion oh the megaphone yeah and then the first four part reunion i think was Atomic? no it was atlanta but it was the one the one it's candy. with with Phaedra and 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 the Candy. Can, yeah, the Candy allegations one. So, when you think about how those change change the trajectory of the show, like, are you saying New Jersey, like, is on the same level? I mean, obviously, yeah, New Jersey does have a shorter season. Like, the first episode of the reunion, the first yeah reunion episode is episode fourteen, and with Atlanta they go up to episode 20, episode 22 right. sometimes. And then imagine it's still a reunion on top of that. <laughs> so, I mean, I do hear... I it. heard, because those, even those two seasons you named, so much happened where, you know, with, with certain, those two yeah, seasons but, of Think about it like this. If you film for longer, you have more drama, you have more to talk about. New Jersey films 14 episodes. Exactly. You're literally solidifying my point. Why are you coming with a three-part reunion? For oh, no, 12, as in, as for in if they wanted a three-part reunion, they have to film for yeah, longer. Yeah, they have to film for longer. True. But, I, I but think... this cast also is, is too... <laughs> the cast members, <laughs> they're just not... That's so Guys, I say it right. They're not but... stupid, but like, they're not showing up. Like, I can't imagine another 14 episodes of Trey Louis, Trey Louis, Trey Louis, Melissa kicking off because she's not at the wedding. And then maybe we would have seen the engagement dinner and then we would have seen the proposal. Like, a 14 episodes of what? What were those 14 episodes? <laughs> what were they going to do? I don't even know what to say. Um, I thought the, the, the little segment on Juicy Joe and the daughters was like really good. I think it reaffirmed my position on that, that the way those girls were talking to their uncle, crazy town. I mean, obviously, yes, there are the dynamics that you're talking about. My father and even Teresa's like, they're defending their father. They love their father. But the man put you in jail. Like, it's just, like imagine if it was the man hit you and then they're saying, no, don't talk about our dad like that in front of us. Like, it's like, you're, I'm talking about my sister. That's obviously that's your father, but... I'm talking about my sister in as much as they would defend any of their sisters i'm allowed to defend my sister and it's not even like i'm attacking i'm just saying it was wrong with what he did because you know you stole the last years you, that but how many times like do you not think they've heard and you think about like even just like from where we come from typically mm. until you get to a certain age certain things no matter how how someone's dad is a deadbeat someone mama did this okay. someone auntie kimuloi someone's this 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 they're just certain things you don't speak around kids of a certain age and even then we have heard and his feelings are valid i've always said you know you know me queen of many things can be right at the same time his feelings are your totally bag. valid your bag that's, that's my bag his feelings are totally valid i think my main thing was Yes, they spoke, um, GL spoke to him crazy, but there's also no need for Joe um, to keep bringing up, oh, and then he did this, oh, he ain't shit, and oh, he did this. I mean, he sent your mama to jail, and that, he did, um, but it's done. And at the end of the day- but it's done. No, but it's done. Like, Trey's back. Trey's not even fighting this cause the same way they are. You know what I mean? 
Like if Che was that person who was always like, and then he sent me to jail, and then I didn't get enough time with my mama. That's not even coming from Teresa herself. So I just think to yeah, but I need with a with abused woman syndrome. You want you yourself as the victim will not call out certain things. It will be you who watch Blood Sisters. Hey, the problem nah, I don't, was I don't have a, by the girl herself. It was solved by her friend. People, I don't give a, people hey, intervention he, that's gonna I'm, help. I, I'm not denying that. Okay. All I'm saying is there's no need to keep messing around Gia and Co. Because I, I don't remember all of her little sister's names. But that's not that's not their problem with it. That's not no. all of their problem with. No, no, I I hear it, but there was a point where Gia kept saying, "Not in front of me, not in front of me." That's how you feel. Not in front of me. And that's why I'm like, until when? Because it was clear that it wasn't spoken about once. It wasn't spoken about twice. It keeps being brought up. And I can't lie. Juicy Joe's already in Italy. Okay. Trey came back. She found love again. She's moved on. And you're still here complaining. Like, no one is saying that it's not going to hurt you anymore. No one is saying that, you know, like you said, you're always going to probably hold Juicy Joe to, or make him, hold him more accountable than Trey ever will, or even his kids ever will, because of how they love him or whatever. Cool. I personally just think there's a time and place. That's it. I mean, even if he wants to cry about it until he's six feet under, cool. But okay. if his kids have said, please, just not in front of us. Using your analogy, I'm going to use your analogy, Queen of Analogies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we're back home, and you know you're told grown folk business, go away. What happens at the age where you're old enough to listen to these conversations? And now your let's say for example your mom's side of the family is discussing your dad, and your dad has maybe hit hit somebody or he got someone in trouble, something. So it shouldn't now then be that oh I'm old enough to engage in this conversation, but I'm allowed to you as a child you you just you just got here. You were just allowed in the room. You're now saying, not in front of me, not in front of me. Or does that not hold? Would that not hold in that situation? I think it would. For me, from what I've seen anyway in my family and like from things that happen, the, the adults don't even need to be told not in front of me. They just don't do it. I mean, they even have- me, me, even me at, at, at big, big, almost 27, they're just certain things that certain people aren't going to say in front of me and my sisters. And I'm the youngest. It's just like a, at the end of the day, that's your dad. I mean, how many times we speak about how African culture for the most part can use that family stuff like in a negative way, almost like no matter what the person does at the end of the day, they're an elder, da, da, da. which is why Ego still said she did speak to him crazy at a point. I totally hear that. And I totally hear that somebody should have been like, that, that, that's your uncle. Okay. Watch your tone. Just her own mother didn't do it. So who was going to do it? You know, and I hear, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like I said earlier in the season that Trey definitely should have maybe said, that, that, not too much, baby girl. I love it. You defend my mama. Even the time with the softball, I mentioned how. Trey needs to get to a point where she has boundaries. It's lovely to see that you have an amazing relationship with your daughters, but Gia doesn't need to come to your defense. You're a grown woman. Gia should also know that this is my mama's business. It's not my business. It's not my place to always come in like, and I get it. Maybe she's naturally defensive because of the things her mom has been through, but Trey is the one who's going to have to set that boundary that don't cross this line. Marge is older than you. You don't need to be combative or confrontational with my friends. You don't need to be confrontational or combative with your uncle. Even if something hurts you, there's a better way to put the point across. Totally agree. I'm just saying there's no need for, 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 for Joji to, to keep doing that. There's actually no need. I mean, in, in as much as him, this is his storyline that he's running with. Like, But I think 
it's one that every time he brings it up, as annoying as it is that he keeps bringing it up, I'm still gonna hear what he's saying. I mean, he doesn't have any, same with Melissa, he doesn't have any thought. It's, it's the same thought, he's just gonna keep regurgitating it. But I do think he, it's it's valid. As annoying as it is, it's a valid. But this is, let me ask you something, right? Okay. One of this is because he's upset and you know his poor sister had to go to jail and her time was cut short. Da, 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 da. The same sister he can't defend and say anything when it comes to Louis or Marjorie or anything else. Mm-hmm. It's only at the end of the season when Georgie actually had that conversation with Louis and he did the right thing that we said, you know what, that was nice and that's what he should, that is his role as a brother. The rest of the season, when other people were talking crazy, him and Melissa were... I mean, I'll I'll let Melissa slide because that's not her sibling. Like, I I, (laughs) no, no, no. I'm I'm just focusing on Joe. So Joe, who supposedly hurt over all these things that have happened to Trey, when it's other things that hurt Trey, whatever, you still can't step up. But this one thing is doing you. I'm, I'm I'm not hearing the question. No, I'm saying, is this the same Joe that you guys are saying? He can bring this up because obviously it's a storyline as well. He was upset that his sister went to jail. And then this, 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 then, and the third happened, right? Because he loves his sister. He's sad. Why is that the same Joe when there's other things that hurt her? He can't come to a defense. Where's the love now? Where's the pain that you feel for her now? Girl, you have to but this is what I'm saying, because I get you be like, no, guys, Hunter's also his story. And, you know, he obviously feels that, like, you know, that's his story. You can't take it away from him. That's how he felt. But the same one. The same Joe. Mm. Anyway, if I say something, I'm a hater. Anyway, like I said, if Joe, Joe Melissa as a unit and as individuals have no more haters, I am not on this planet. <laughs> so maybe I'm a little biased or whatever. But personally, I just think it's a bit tired of Joe to keep speaking about this, um, specifically in front of those kids. Leave those kids alone. If you want to, like I said, if you want to rant about it till you're 100, go ahead, but there's no need to just keep speaking about it in front of them. Yeah, but given that we're done with our thoughts on Housewives in New Jersey, uh, how, how about we switch gears? And talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Talk to me. Hmm. I want to start off by saying, of course, Sheree is back as a bone collector. Of course. Of, of course. You think she was being a bone collector? Of course. Sheree. Ah! No, no, no. Now. I mean, now. Huh? I mean, if anyone was being a bone collector, it was Kenya when she was talking about the assistant stuff. What was she bone collecting? Um, about what Marlo said about Kenya's event. Yeah, I think, no, do you know what? When I wrote it down, I think it started with the flashback from last week. So you remember how Sheree and Sanya went to Marlo? Oh. So I was also noting and I'm like, you know, it's actually, and I don't think it's going to stop. Like, she's- when Can't stop, won't stop, get grabbed. <laughs> she ain't new to this, she, she true to this, okay? Um, I knew, didn't I tell you about that assistant? I knew- this assistant was going to be a problem. <laughs> when he started with his Miss Legendary Candy, candy. Miss Legendary, I said, I said you, I've got your tea. Because you're, your you're too comfortable. Why? Why? At that point, I was like, yeah, um, we're in for it. I think the main takeaway for me anyway, and I even wanted to ask you about this anyway, uh-huh. is just, um, I really feel bad for Drew. 
Like, I don't need, I don't think she needs to be with that man. And I know we don't know these people in real life, but guys. Drew's marriage. Drew's- I saw your tweet. He said, they signed the marriage certificate in crayon. <laughs> There's no way that is, <laughs> there is no way that is illegally binding. <laughs> that is what a legally binding marriage looks like. God, no ways. I do not want any part of a marriage that looks like that. It looks like hell. Like the man gaslights girl bosses and I forgot the <laughs> gatekeeps. <laughs> Guys, that that man is unhinged. Ralph like, is terrible. And you know when she said, I think she said something about him being a maniac. Yeah, I mean he's not killing anybody, but he's a maniac. But even by the definition she read, I did. I did tweet and i don't know how to put it into yeah and this is why i want to ask you because you said you think it's dangerous to say that he tell, yeah to tell someone to tell someone who could potentially be being abused in a certain way that girl he's gaslighting like i think especially on tv like i'm not sure if you know they're putting this up for the cameras or if she her friends have had this conversation with her but for the first time she potentially hears about this to be on TV that I'm being gas lit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. I, I'll try to find the words for it. But have you never seen on the internet where people say you should be wary of using certain yeah. technology, like love bombing, like yeah. especially if you're not 100% sure that this is an abusive situation because you can yeah. put someone in a frame of mind that you are basically, you can gaslight this person to believing yeah. this is an abusive situation, which yes, it does look abusive, but we don't have all the facts. God damn it. <laughs> I get what you mean because I remember there was a time I forgot what, what was happening on the internet. And it was when someone they started telling someone that they were being love bombed. And obviously, all the quote tweets were saying that. And someone was speaking on the dangers of you're not often there. Well, we're never there to pick up the pieces after someone's now faced with this realization that maybe they never had. We've given them this information and we could be one-sided because, like you said, we don't always have all the facts. And now this person sat there thinking fuck like am I in an abusive situation and no one is there to help you pick up the piece so I get what you mean um especially because the producers then asked her to actually read out the definition of you know gaslight but um I think judging by her reaction and even from what we saw today in today's episode he does do that um he does use that like manipulative tactic of like grand gestures and then when things don't go away you want to like take it back and you want to tell her i regret doing this you know what i'm actually not going to do things for you again i can see that that's not the move like that's like putting somebody in a naughty corner and she's already expressed that she already feels like she's walking on eggshells when he told her even a few days before at home that there are some things that he resents her for a little bit but we'll talk about another day like you don't say stuff like that then say but we'll talk about another day like huh (laughs) um like you said it's bad like it looks bad and for me personally I think it would be one thing if Drew was the one calling him a maniac or it was just the rest of us their marriage counselor literally told him he's a maniac the, the, their marriage counselor um and it was funny to see him say and then the person who's supposed to help them go through their problems is calling you a maniac and it's, it was interesting to see him say like oh that's just the east coast thing like people dramatize things da, 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 da. but then when it's time for you to want to send drew to dr ken to in quotation marks learn how to speak to black men suddenly dr ken is fine ralph is insane 
He's scary. Ralph is a scary. I, I literally wrote in my notes and I'm like, this guy's actually like, oh, scary. Like, did you not see that scene? It was a flashback to last season when um Drew was about to cry. That hand thing he did. And he petted her like a damn dog. And she's like, what was that? She's like, oh. Yeah, and he said, oh, I'm thinking about to die. And I'm like, so that's how you comfort your wife that's about to cry because of something you did. That, that, Lord. I need her to run for the hills. Like, I just don't want it to be in a, like you said, Princess and Ray J situation. And then you're just prolonging what appears or what seems to the rest of us to be the inevitable. Um, because even, do you know how bad it is for, for a man to be seen with other men and they can't even back your mess? Like, Todd and Ross are like, <laughs> and Todd, guys, I don't often have, you know, all these things, songs of praises to say about Todd. Even Todd was like, uh, I don't think that's okay or that's how it is, but you know what? It's your truth and I'm going to let you do you. Like, I'm going to let you do whatever it is you need to do. Um, but ultimately, he's really scary. Like, I, I genuinely think that's very scary behavior. Um, and I forgot what we were speaking about, like what show this was about. One second. Um, I really forgot what show we're doing. When, say about it. when we're saying how it's just sad that when it comes to reality TV show, at the end of the day, these are people's lives. It may have been um, Young, Famous, and African when it was Annie and Two-Face, but I even think from before then, I mentioned this before, that at the end of the day, it's sad that this stuff is obviously up for us to see, consume, and as such, comment on. I mean, we're here talking about it on Reality Check Pod, and people are tweeting, and people are doing this, and YouTube reviews and stuff. But at the end of the day, this is something like, and I think that's the sad um, part about don't like that these people really have to live like they realize on camera like some things may be scripted but for the things that aren't scripted I think it's really sad to see these things play out on in front of the world like we don't know Drew from Adam and now we're all seeing the situation she's in and her marriage is open for us to all comment on and talk about. Um, we're all, like you said, it can be dangerous for people to sit here and tell you you're being gassed or you're in an emotionally abusive relationship or whatever. Even, so even yesterday when the, or last night when the episode aired, um, I don't know if it was during or straight after, Drew tweeted like, um, I'm drained or I'm tired. Um, and again, people were flooding her Twitter with the quotes and replies, girl, we tired for you, girl, you need to leave. And it's not an easy situation. Like as much as I too can still be like, she needs to leave that man. That's her whole marriage. That's the father of two of her children. Um, it's just sad to see like how, especially in the time of social media, because when you think about, um, what was the show? Um, I think of Fla Flavor, Flavor of Love, right? And all these other shows when they first came, we didn't have Twitter, Facebook. We didn't have these giant or massive followships. So everyone would mass tweet and live tweet when the show drops or when a, a series or something comes out. And obviously over time as that's happened, there's, there's a bigger microscopic like or microscope or lens on, on people's lives. And it's just up for commentary. And I think that's, I really don't like to see that, especially with situations like this, because it's bad. And the reality is that this is probably a situation that's worse in person if you're actually there. Like, if you're living it, this must be like, because remember what we always say, this is like 10% of someone's life, that mm -hmm. the reality is probably much worse. If the therapist really did call him a maniac, what is this guy doing? Like, and 
<laughs> Ralph is so scary, guys. And you know, I know we joke about like bad house husbands. We joke about Jamal. We joke about all these people. But no, this this like, is bad. <laughs> I. In two seasons of, of, of them being on Real Housewives, I don't think we've seen a husband this bad. Like, you know, I was sat there watching and I was like, even at the peak of Phaedra and Apollo's madness, like, I, I don't feel like it was this bad. Like, ah, Ralph. I even tweeted guys, I'm like, Ralph Kisvatai. Like, this man is Satan. Because when she's crying, like, you can really see she's in she's in genuine pain and she's expressing how how can i how can me expressing myself result in this situation oh you're here saying you don't appreciate a good time why can't you just have a good time for once how about that and all of this are all like insecurities and pain and stuff that's been caused by your actions and to manipulate someone into 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 silencing them is just mm, hey that that was ugly (laughs) <laughs> all this before we even get to him potentially cheating on her the tamper thing like just we're just talking about his behavior on a day-to-day basis we're not talking about him the specifics him. not the yeah assist- we're not talking about specifics we're talking about incidents that you know we can kind of pull apart and say you know well ralph you shouldn't have acted this way in this incident but uh, I, I have no words. It is actually very, very scary to watch. No, it's very scary. And even like in terms of incidents, like the fact that he was saying, no, I said I fired her. I didn't say I stopped talking to her. Okay, so why are you still talking to her? Like I even tweeted, guys, if Drew, if, if Ralph hates Drew, he should just say that. Like, just tell us at this point, because it's, it's looking like you do. Because there's no way you're saying you find you find her. So what purpose do you have to talk to her? If your initial story was I hired her as an assistant, she was tripping over it. Fine, you fired her. Now it's I said I fired her. I didn't say I don't talk to her. But yeah. what about a man? A man will show you he hates you. Like, don't have it twisted. A man, believe him. When he shows you how he feels about you, believe him. And that's what I I just I don't want that for my sis. I don't want that for my sis, man. And do you know how crazy this is that this is episode two lord knows what's in for them for the rest of the season <laughs> and her marriage with um ralph does come up and that's why she gets into the beef with sheree because sheree says something or like he he we're still gonna talk about him we're not done with ralph we're, we're, not still, done. we're still very much going to talk about ralph for the rest of this season and I would like to see, you know, I would love to see every, you know, black couple, black love. I'd like to see black, black love prosper, but not like this. Not where, you know, someone's mental health, not where someone's emotional health is being encroached upon. You know, they're not being taken care of. They're not being shown the love they deserve. I'd rather her single. Honestly. But I think the problem is just, I'm not, I'm, I'm obviously I'm worried about her, but my bigger, even what, my even bigger worry is how the other women are going to be when they start hearing about this. You know, it's going to become a, a topic of gossip, a topic of, sorry, I just saw, in my head, I just saw her going, <laughs> <laughs> throwing the bone at Sheree. Hey. This is Drew's season. But if it gets to that point where she has to do these things, I don't know if it's to deflect, but it's she's gonna have to return, you know, 
yeah. all, the, all the things that people are gonna say about her and I don't think I hope you know I wish that lady love and light I hope she gets the answers she's looking for I hope her prayers get answered that Ralph cha- either changes or she decides that that's not for her that you know thank you for your services but I'm not interested yeah because it, it was it was a bit much it was a bit intense um onto a much like lighter note um no candy and todd no damn well they need to empty that fucking pool <laughs> um they know damn well <laughs> that should look crazy but what i wanted to say was and it's so funny because you literally tweeted about this i was as i was watching i literally noticed i'm like what else can Tan- Candy and Todd give us apart from we're so busy, we, li- we lead these busy lives, I'm booked and busy, oh, I'm never around. And Like, this can't be it forever. Guys, I'm telling you, since about season eight, it's just that I don't have to repeat. Since about season, I swear. Since, since what's his name? From when Ace came, even before. Ace was born, Ace, she was pregnant with Ace, I think maybe season seven. Since seven, yeah, yeah, the season... No, it wasn't season seven, it was season eight. Season seven was the season Nini wasn't there. Season eight Nini, I think. No, season seven Nini was there. Season eight is the one when Nini wasn't there. That's the one when she was pregnant. Anyway, my point being, for the last six seasons, definitely, 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 it's been, I'm so busy, I'm never home, the kids miss me, I'm just booked and busy. And you know what, obviously, I want to see a black woman booked and busy, but I don't want to see a black woman booked and busy on the Real Housewives. <laughs> I, I need I need a level of joblessness. Because now you're not entertaining me because you're so booked and busy. All you have to show us is how booked and busy you are. That that is it. That's it. And I think it's just falling really flat. It's boring. Um Obviously, we're only on episode two, so we'll see how the rest of the season goes. But I do think they are not in a situation as bad as New Jersey. And obviously, we have to wait and see at the end of the season what this is like. But I do think we, we, need, we need something. There's, maybe I'm judging this too early. But like you said, Latoya coming back. I even wrote my notes, I miss Pee Willie. Like, I need something. <laughs> More fun. Like, everything is just too kumbaya and i'm not saying i want to see people at each other's necks or whatever but like they still you can still entertain me without you guys beefing you can entertain me without it being the really te- remember how we spoke about miami how it's light-hearted shade drama but there's something you don't have to like take it to hell like some of the situations but when it's just too flat but the problem is malo it's either malo yeah her friend or she's in hell with you that's all Marlo. Marlo cannot not be your friend. Like Marlo, is she not your friend? She's in the hell. Like, <laughs> that's the problem with a lot of these women. I think Kenya could do fun shade. It's just she can also take it to hell sometimes. And then she does her don't call me on my name. And then it gets boring. Um, but I don't know. I think I think you're you're talking a bit prematurely. Like I know Sanya gets in a beef with Drew. <laughs> Sorry. Which is so crazy because we got introduced off the back of Drew. Um, and they seemed like they actually did have a friendship, but I'm just, I'm waiting to see what could possibly have taken them there. What could go wrong? But I, th- I think probably maybe Sanya's the one who takes it to the girls, what's happening with Ralph and Drew. 
but um I like Sanya like I'm so excited I feel like she's so different from the rest of them like even she's Jamaican she's not in usually it's like most people in Atlanta are singers or actresses she's neither she does not want to sing she does not want to act she's an athlete she's just a different kind of um housewife housewife and I think not even just for Atlanta, but even like a lot of these other, you know, franchises that even if she was to join any of these other franchises, it should still be like a groundbreaking. She'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah, like give her her things. Um, and she's not scared to remind you that I did that, you know, and I love that for her. And even her being Jamaican, like she's she's a true yardy, like that's her. Yeah. That's her even like, I've had a Jamaican patty, Ooh. They, they sl- I, I get why they beefing over the damn patties. I hear, I'm not gonna hold y'all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get it. I've had it before. I've had that. I've had fish pie. I've had the different variations. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Beef, beef all day long. <laughs> no, that's that's real. I can't wait to see what else they bring us. Um, what about Kenya and oh, Sheree? Oh, I was going to talk about Chateau, Chateau Charade. First of all, Chateau Charade is a, is a chateau for real. Chateau that Chateau. house is gorgeous. Chateau She Can't Pay it really has ah. it's come a long way. And everything, I just felt like like people kept, I kept seeing Gita had such a full circle moment. Kenyan Charade sat in the basement. It's finally done. It's fucking gorgeous. Um, not a white fridge inside. But um, I still stick to my guns. Sheree does not need a house that big. No, I think so. But I think it's one of those, because it was in the works for so long. And I think there was a lot of proving she thought she needed to do. You can't back down now. They told you you can't pay for it. They told you it's it's in your mama's name. Your mama's paying for it. They told you all sorts of things. So you're going to... They were true. But I mean, she did. She ultimately did it. Yeah, she did it in the end, but I do think there was a, a, a huge element of I have to prove them wrong. I have to show them, which uh, it's, it's not unheard of, but that house is gorgeous. Um, I still think Kenya and Sheree, it's, it's just still shocking me. Like, I'm just like, hmm. Even that whole scene, she was like, I, I like you. Like, I almost love you, bitch. I said, sure. Like, I'm like, give it, give it a bit of time. This way, not too much. That's the thing about Real Housewives. Like, someone won't just use their sense and be like, "Mm, "Let me wait a bit before I tell this person." Like me, I think of it. I'm like, "Mm, "Let me, let me like confirm that this person is my friend before I do anything." Nope, they go right in, and I'm like, "You're gonna." Especially given your history, like just jumping head first. You're not like like, this is stranger. This is someone you have known and beefed with in the past. Um. I do wish um, Nini and Phaedra got to see Chateau. Um, she ain't done yet. Um, but because like how, like you said, how many years has this, this has been, what year are we in? Almost, I'm sure it's actually been. 10 years, I'm sure. Because it was probably 2011 that she talked about, 2009, 2011, somewhere there that she talked about building it. So this is, you know, monumental. Um but yeah, I, I hear you as well on them not slowing down on their friendship. They need to slow down, slow their roll. But I guess, you know, birds of a whatever. Um, if you could kindly explain to me why her and Drew need assistance, that would that would that would help a lot. You know, we've been asking this since last week, since since, and the crazy thing is, with Drew, it's not even 
it seems like there's more than one. So I'm like, what's the first one doing? Like, I don't understand because she doesn't seem or she hasn't mentioned anything about acting anymore. Um, and it can't be that workout situation that requires all the Listen, I'm, I'm, I, I would never, let me tell you. The <laughs> what I say, I would never do. I would never do, drop with do. <laughs> never do drop i mean obviously i'm very anti-gym i hate the gym but drop with do no no it's 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 especially from like even what we saw last week when the ladies are like you lost how much (laughs) okay (laughs) all right she's like sorry um so i don't know if that's why she feels like she needs all these damn assistants but like there's a chef there's a this one like so what is the assistant actually doing? But I mean, that's neither here or there. Um, even Sheree, I mean, Shiba Sheree only came out last year. So I am really concerned, or not concerned, I'm also questioning why Sheree needs an assistant. I just think sometimes everyone's doing too much and like, you have money, you, you know you're, we know you're not sitting at home twiddling your thumbs. I just don't see the need to get an assistant. Like, you're, you're not that booked and busy. But hey, we don't know these people's lives, so maybe, maybe somebody hiring them for something. Maybe like they what do is Sheree doing on a daily basis that she might forget and would need an assistant to remind <laughs> them, oh, you have to do this. By the way, like, and I honestly feel like everything is as simple as writing everything down in a, in a flipping daily planner. Like, you guys are not like Nini Leaks, who was busy doing Glee, doing this show, doing the, the Miss Mamas was booked and busy. Okay. <laughs> she was actually booked and busy. Um, so I don't know what the fuss is. I also feel like people obviously have this whole thing of wanting to seem really busy. It, it's even on social media, like people always joke about why you sleep, you grind Twitter. It's a thing. So um clearly they 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 clearly know different. Um just quickly to switch gears, I do want to reiterate that I think it's really nice to see Marlo as a Monty. Like, I really enjoy Monty Marlo. I did find the exchange she had with Candy a bit odd, and I felt like she was moving a little tiny bit entitled. It gave me that Kenya be my tribe vibe because you don't invite Candy over and her kids, and then you're complaining that Candy doesn't invite you over the kids, and Candy people, doesn't. People on reality TV are not normal. Don't like, and she said that right after she said thanks for the catch up, cash up we sent for graduation, which no one else sent, by the way. But then saying, but I actually want you to do more. I want something. These are not Candy's kids. You and Candy are not besties. You're just about getting to a good place over the last few years. Even then, your friendship has never been that. You don't go over and see Blaze and what's his name, Ace and whatever, and play around with them or say, let's hang out. So the fact that now it's, oh, Candy, why don't you invite them over? It's, it was just like, I would rather she ask, like, hey, girl, I feel like, you know, we don't have as much family around us. I don't have many good examples to show these boys. Would it be okay if sometimes we came and hung over? You know, I'm trying to show them all these things, da, 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 da. rather than saying, but you don't do this, why? Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean about that conversation seeming like she was kind of forcing Candy to be someone she's not. But also, that's Marlo's bag, you know what I mean? Like, Marlo's the queen. I won't even say jumping to conclusions, because this isn't a conclusion. Marlo will jump a few steps, and it's like, whoa, 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 when did we get here, babes? Like, slow down, slow your roll. Like, um, so I'm not surprised she did that. I don't agree at all. Like, um, you build a tribe, you, yes, obviously, you don't get 
warning that you know you're going to become a monty but you build a tribe and she's already somewhat got a tribe as she has shown us so if you know her thing was her i mean i don't know if she's pulled up candy and gone candy i'm a full-time mom t now so i need help i don't know if she's had that initial conversation and now this is her being frustrated and saying bitch i asked you for help weeks ago that's different but the way candy responded but then candy does do this a lot on camera the way candy responded makes it seem like it was the first time but then again candy did throw phaedra under the bus in that conversation when they were arguing and she was like phaedra didn't even say nothing and candy was dropping her fire i was like you was already get engaged to somebody else you said you was gonna get engaged by christmas and it's like ma'am we're still friends like so that's what I, I hate about candy like candy makes it seem like she's just this innocent person i'm not about the drama when she's at odds with people I, when she doesn't want you when she wants you dead shame she you'll see you. her real candy yams <laughs> yeah, you'll see her candy yam for real <laughs> yeah so i think um so what was my point yeah it's a good point um marlo does jump the gun but also we never know with candy Candy is the type to throw you under the bus as well. So I think it's just two two of the wrong people doing the same thing. Um, I think, yeah, her situation is unique in that she would need a lot of help. But I mean, I, Malu, I mean, I'm sorry, maybe I'm being sensitive. Has it not been like three years? Like, because I also don't know, like it happened before the pandemic. 100%. But it's definitely been like three years now, because in the one thing she said, she's been a monkey for three years. But now, like, for example, the two people that she said they manage her as a couple, they help her out a lot. Like, the guy, Justin, is giving him basically dad-like talks or giving William and his brother, like, talks that your dad would give you. Um, the obviously, and the bees. Yeah, stuff like that. The other one, I think her name is Ty, his wife, um, is also there to help. And she was seemingly cooking or doing something. Like, there are clearly people around. I don't know if maybe she just wants... Um, more like good example of family because like she mentioned she grew up in foster care because her mom was like a drug addict and she used to get um beaten and stuff like that so she felt like foster care was the safe haven and i don't know if she maybe wants to basically give more positive examples about family which is fine it's honestly totally understandable i just wish she would communicate it better or maybe just like i said it would make more sense if you ask but like you said if she has maybe asked then this is a follow-up then I understand, but even with saying that, if you know that you and Candy aren't mates, mates like that, even if it was a follow-up, like, as much as you build a tribe, you also have to know who you're dealing with. Like, I'm not going to try and build a tribe with someone who I consider just an acquaintance or online mutual and not my actual friend, especially with something as big and as important as that. Um, also, I think for the mere fact that she doesn't do the same thing with Candy is also like sissy. <laughs> you're, you're not helping because it doesn't seem like you're actively trying like if you had you know invited candy over multiple times and maybe she kept airing you or dodging you or she came a few times but she's not returning the favor and you asked before then somebody can be like you know what valid candy shouldn't do that i mean you've clearly tried to show her multiple times that this is what you're trying to like cultivate or build and she's kind of not reciprocating that then it would be like okay i hear it but i don't know all in all um I think it was a decent episode. Um, I even wrote in my notes that I hope Real Housewives of New Jersey seeing what their age mates are doing. Well, they're not the age mates because Atlanta's older, but <laughs> but like, but like, please look like it's episode two and we've gotten so much. 
Um, and this is even like generally unbiased because I just generally feel like the last two episodes have had a lot more than half of New Jersey season. Like, and this is what I was trying to um, mention in when we're discussing New Jersey. And I'm like, I know that obviously with some of the other franchises, like a lot of it is rooted in loads of drama, but even within the drama, like things are just a little bit, just more entertaining. Like even something as simple as Sheree and Kenya, we sat there and appreciated the fact that look at this full circle moment and they exchanged, you know, a small conversation about this assistant spilling this tea and this, that, and that, that. do you know what I mean? Stuff like I even mentioned with um, New Jersey, I would have loved to see more of Marge doing other things or more of, different people doing other things like we saw a little bit of that with melissa and antonia and their kids um and i guess we saw a little bit when it comes to um what's the name dolores but just and jen obviously the kids but just a little bit more so that you know the people have more depth and it's not as boring yeah i think also a lot of why um atlanta seems to have stepped it up this season is probably because of the potomac edit like them the potomac team helping them edit because even like the receipts, the files, they were like, how many times have we seen the white refrigerator video? It's like, yes, keep it on, keep keep the, keep their, what? Keep their feet to the fire. I think that's the phrase. Keep their feet to the fire. Like hold these women accountable. That's the thing I liked about Potomac. Potomac, there was no one, no one was a fave. Anybody could get it. If you say something, <laughs> you better have the receipts to back it up because they do. They, they, they will go literally 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and find those receipts <laughs> it's so shady but i think it's it, it makes for a much more you know delightful if i do say so myself season um there were a lot of people whose complaint with atlanta before was that Portia always got a good edit and that you know it was a bit biased and Portia would edit her storylines i don't know if i agreed to me Portia looked bad in a lot of situations she was in yeah but i don't know, what y'all are talking about. I don't know where the good edit is coming from <laughs> I don't know what y'all are talking about, but it seems like everybody, like anybody can get it. Um, while I'd have, you know, expressed my fears about what's going on with Drew, I do think it's it's quite fresh. The dynamic is fresh. Um, it's quite fun. It, I mean, the drama, in the drama department, we could use a bit more, like just one more teaspoon, just a little teaspoon more of drama, but I can see it coming because you can kind of see um, Candy versus Marlo is coming. Kenya versus Marlo is coming. Drew versus Sheree is coming. Like you can see. <laughs> Why do I keep wheezing? <laughs> Have you not heard it? I've been hearing it. And then I've been hearing it, but what did you want me to say? Okay. I'm... <laughs> but um even like sanya obviously sanya versus drew we know what's happening we just don't know how it happens but there's still a lot of drama coming and i like we said atlantic gets 22 plus episodes so it's coming i'm a like be patient unless it's coming Mm -hmm. i'm a i'm a i'm a whole type um and yeah i'm looking forward to this atlanta for the most part, I've always said Atlanta, even in its worst season, up there, top tier. <laughs> even that that last season, like yeah, it was a COVID season, but but still <laughs> up there with entertainment. So yeah, that's all my thoughts for Atlanta for this week. Anything for me? Um, no. Um, I'm I'm great over here, <laughs> as you can maybe tell. I can tell. 
let me. Nora was. You said that reason. Nora was hyperventilating. <laughs> 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 I didn't know where to look. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to wrap up, um, let's quickly go over to Lagos um, and join the Real Housewives of Last Giri. Um, do you want me to start or do, are you happy to start? Like, what's going on? Um, wow, I wrote so much. Did you? Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, I do think, um, so obviously they started off at the sleepover thing and it kind of continued from there. And I do think the girls were being really, really dry. Like, ugh. <laughs> um, Literally, and I think it's fine, obviously, to feel like it's a new environment. I don't know who these people are, but they didn't actually look optimistic, like they wanted to be there. And that's one thing I don't like. If you feel like you're not sure about the people, why would you actively leave Lagos to go on this trip, to just sit there and then be anti when you get there? Like, you honestly might as well just kept the bad energy at home. But as expected, like when Mariam came, everything took off. I can't lie. I can't lie, that's my girl. That's my queen. I just don't, I'm, I really would like to understand why she wasn't with us from episode one. From the beginning. But I'm guessing it's because they wanted to, in, like, she was being introduced as Twain's friend. But I feel like she should have been at the babies. Yeah, the baby. we didn't expect her to be a full-time housewife, but it doesn't make no damn sense. Yeah, but fun, funny, or oh, fun fact. So there was this podcast, this podcast thing, um, well, it's a podcast in Nigeria. I honestly don't know the name because the account that was reposting it on TikTok was just like a random account. Yeah. Um, and this account, um, this podcast, sorry, Choma was a guest on it. And she was mentioning how like, which is exactly what we said in the beginning or what we speculated that they actually weren't told who they're going to be on Housewives with. Um, so even the day that they were at Brass and Copper that day, it's literally like she just came in. Like it was, she came in for work. Obviously she knew that they had started filming, but they, they hadn't been told who's who, who's on the show. This is who you're with until while they were there and filming. So she was like, even there was a time, it was a bit chaotic, like when the cameras weren't rolling, where somebody from Goodhead, like one of the employees was like, hey, madam, like they put you in the air because the people just felt like, Yabo and Shoma weren't actually going to get along because Yabo was very like loud and da, 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 da. but then she was like it actually turned out to be really good like we got on just fine but she was like she was basically expressing how even throughout this entire process like she never felt like she actually got a friend or someone she knew whereas obviously Carolina and Toya knew each other before they were friends they fell out and then whatever the situation was obviously Mariam and Toyin our friends and then I guess the other also was a wild card but like yeah it's quite interesting and obviously now that being said a lot of the earlier episodes like things make sense why the dynamics were the way that they were um what is a bit tricky is that on the same podcast Chioma briefly touches on she and Laura and I don't know if you've seen the tweets but they've been a lot of tweets from Nigeria Twitter where a lot of people are like they distinctly remember the phase that Shoma and Laura always used to be together and stuff. And there used to be pictures that used to pop up from the clubs and stuff like that. So there are people in Nigeria co-signing that they remember a phase where this was a thing. But Shoma is sticking to her word. She's saying we're never friends. She was a customer. She did stop being a customer after a while, but that's where she knew her from. Um, and then she's even saying if Laura and I were friends, can she bring the receipts then? Where's the picture? Where's it this? Where's it that? People so have the receipts. 
you don't uh-huh. i don't have pictures with a lot of my friends like I have, neither do i if you ask me to prove my friendships with a lot of people i wouldn't be able to i can't and we know like I, am, I know you guys are close and you know things like i am like delete your messages after a year so she can go back and be screenshotting text and even then i just think that much it's not nice um for someone to have to do all of that to just prove that they're friends so that story is still a bit hmm but um yeah just going back to the main story like it's, it, it it did initially seem quite like and easy at the beginning like i get it fine you're not all friends and not all besties but for people to just sit there and be so dry and even when mariam first came karina in the beginning was even annoying me she's being so boring and anti like eh, this girl uh it's too much just because um mariam had said she'd had a threesome i was just like oh like it's never have i ever met if there's one game which even when i was watching i was like twin is such a london babe one thing about games nights in this country they love her never ever ever you they love play. that game. i mean chioma sorry chioma 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 one thing about uk people they love and never have i ever um but i feel like it's a if we're being honest it's a great game to get people to open up if people don't want to do it they yeah, can drink. yeah it's a good icebreaker so, and in that moment i'm not gonna lie they needed it they really needed it <laughs> um but i'm so far i'm just you know really happy that mariam has come because i think we needed the refresher um her energy is all the way through the roof and i feel like this cost needed her like if ever there was like ha let's wake up i think they needed her um i'm going to be interested can, to see can i comment the... can i comment on what you said oh i just <laughs> want to get <laughs> actually said so much i've been like okay let me not finish then you you touch on like now there's two topics i need to okay go go okay um the thing you said about the podcast is crazy because i was even i even had it in my notes that like um some of the ladies you can see some people kind of know each other some people don't and it's kind of unfair because we aren't given some of that added insight um and even Laura versus Chioma you can see it's still bubbling under the surface that Laura was really offended that this babe said you don't know me I'll show you pepper like which is rude honestly it's rude because why are you acting like you don't know it's actually very rude because if there's no reason why you're doing it as in you're mad at me like why you do like if you're not actually mad at me and like somewhere you know you're gonna say oh, okay fine I do know the babe I'm just acting out because she did me dirty one time if you're actively you keep saying I'm your customer I'm gonna get mad and I'm not gonna like that because you're you're acting like I'm a bag and I think that's kind of the impression Laura gets of Chioma that Chioma wants to be friends with bags <clears throat> Carolina um and then to respond to the second thing you said about Mariam, I was a bit, I wasn't 100% sure about Mariam. I'm not like 80% sure that Mariam is like, she's just that girl, like she is. she's electricity. She's just one of those people who's like, and I get, don't get me wrong. If I met her in person, I'd probably find her annoying because she does. She's one of those people who I think it's easy for them to cross the line. Um, because you know, yeah. she's joking about even um Chioma did point out in her confessional, she's like, mm, she's fine and everything, but you need to also be like in that mood to receive it. Because if you're not, yeah. you're not gonna like her, you're gonna think she's too much, blah, 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 blah. And I think I'm of that opinion as well. But I love her nonetheless. I think she 
she's just a bit no holds barred. And I think a lot of these women care how they look to each other, da 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 Miriam is just like, if you get that, come out. Like, she's just like, she is who she is. She owns who she is. If that's a problem with you, cool. If it's not, even better. Um, but yeah, over to you. Back to you, your last point. <laughs> over to you, Jeff. Um, but yeah, as the night progressed, I think you could see that more people let their guard down. Like even, like you said, rightfully about Miriam, you have to be in the mood to receive because it could have gone really left with even asking um, Laura why she did her nose and chin. Um, but Laura just was like, mm, I haven't done my nose and chin. I'm bleached though, but I ain't done my nose and chin, which also I felt like was really honest and really open. I think sometimes normally people try to shy away from those conversations, but she was like, yeah, I did it. I felt like I wanted to do it to make myself feel better. If I'm going to, if I feel like I have the opportunity to do something that makes me look nicer, I'm going to do it, um, which is fine. I still think as time goes on, I'm more like about twin. Um, sometimes her vibe is just off. Like her vibe is just off. Even when they were asking, I think her name was OG or something. And they were like, um, but can you, do, do you know that it, it looks fake? Like it gives fake. Um, just because the girl was quiet in the corner and, and she's just like observing the vibes. I get it. They just said, oh, maybe you seem anti or you seem like antisocial or you seem like you don't want to be here or maybe we're bothering you. But just to come out of nowhere and say, um, it looks fake. I'm like, how are you going to say that for someone you've known for all of two seconds? That's a bit much. I think, I don't know. I get what you mean, but I think she definitely got a bit excited after Miriam came like you can see that's her real that's that's her homie because she's just like hey hey, hey. she's like ah, if you like like if you like you're offended like you can see if you're at that point with a group of people you say you're trying to get to know then clearly you're happy you found your soulmate or whatever but I think yeah she does some events she's like really happy and thingy and hey hey hey, hey where the party at and then others she just She's just like, no, I'm not having it. And it's, it gives a bit of Nini. Like Nini had that annoying thing where you never knew which Nini you were going to get. Sometimes you'd get good vibes Nini, then you'd get bad vibes Nini. Who, there's this song that Atlanta used to play where dun, 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 like <laughs> that, mm, Nini's not in the mood. She's not in anyone's mood. Yeah, she's actually not in anyone's mood that don't actually fuck with her or she will fuck you up. And I think that's the vibe Tiana gives off, but she's not at that status where Nini was to kind of justify it. So it's interesting. But I mean, because I like Miriam, I think I'll probably tolerate anything Tiana does for now. <laughs> okay. Um, I hear that to be fair, because why not? Especially if she does bring out another side of her. Makes sense. Um, I think moving on to even Chioma and Laura, I'm just going to do the whole episode rather than segment by segment. Their situation still confuses me in the sense that I feel like if they were friends and Choma's mugging Laura off I hate the fact that in person Laura acts like a bit of a big still like she acts like she's just really happy to be in Choma's presence um and if 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 they were friends it's not worse mugging. than Carolina I mean yeah it's, no, it's, it's not worse than Carolina like I'm, I'm, it's, it's not worse than Carolina at all. It's, it's, it's not worse than Carolina but I think for the mere fact that if somebody has done that to you, for me, 
I honestly just wouldn't mess with you because now you've made me look like a bag. But on top of that, if I'm further acting like a bag and joking around with you, kiki king with you, I'm now a bag. Not that person hasn't just made you look like a bag. You're proving that you are a bag. Um, so it makes it difficult to understand, like, so were you friends and she's mugging you off, or are you truly have you always just been a bag and you kind of like overestimated your importance in her life now now i can't tell because i can't for the like there's no way somebody leo could try and make you look like a big and then after that every time you see them you're still just so happy to be in their presence and <laughs> you know what i mean um it's it's a bit weird especially because fast forward to um towards the end of the trip um she had that she had those drinks with Marion by the pool and she was explaining obviously that the, the situation she had with Chioma and even in that situation I don't feel like she was honest because I just felt like you don't have this energy for Chioma but like for something that's dead you're now bringing it up again with Marion then even in bringing it up with Marion you're saying oh I don't fuck with people who just talk about my family because that's my family that's my family but you're not being fully honest that the initial problem started with the fact that your sister said something so on the same token, right for your sister, cool, but she's going to do the same thing. And you're not being honest with Mariam that that's how the situation started. Whereas if she had just said, you know what? My sister said something she didn't like. She obviously was defending her sister, but I'm going to do the same. It is what it is at the end of the day. I don't control what my sister does or what happens with her platform, but I'm going to ride for my sister. That would have been more palatable than, oh, I was just riding for my sister. I don't know what her problem was. So it's weird and then even after having those drinks with Mariam and then fast forward to um, the supposed show that's coming up and then you invite them, find they don't come, which I do think was rude. And I think, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, but I think Kalia needs to be careful of the position she's putting herself in because find you and Shuma right for each other, whatever the situation is. But if she didn't go because she knew Chioma wasn't going to be there. You don't, she doesn't want to end up in a situation where people just take it as, oh, well, if Chioma's not there, you're not going to be there and people don't really bother with you um, because people want to feel like you're at least going to put in effort despite Chioma being there or not because at the end of the day, everyone's trying to get to know each other as individuals. You don't have to be a two-for-one type thing. Um, but yeah, it's just hard to gauge Chioma and Laura's situation and where it's gonna go because I just feel like it's ever changing like there was a point even when Chioma went to see Laura and they were kiki for a second then Laura was like ah, I don't trust you anyway I know I'm not your friend <laughs> all those things I'm like bro you know if someone is bugging me off I wouldn't even have that much time of day for you like I'll be civil and just oh yeah cool thanks okay cool 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 but I I, I wouldn't you know what I mean so it's just difficult to gauge and then when she's married she now was like it's like mm. <laughs> I don't know what you thought about that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Real Housewives of Lagos is definitely in its unpredictable phase. Um, you like, I feel like the allegiances are shifting ever so subtly. And I don't know if it's the addition of Mariam or if it's just that now these women are getting to know each other. But like Laura, you never know what mood Laura's gonna be in about Chioma. I mean, I think personally, if I was Chioma, I'd just take it that that babe doesn't like me that the babe is still offended by what I said and, you know, move from there. But even, you know, if she's not inviting Choma to her event um, next week, next week, in like this week's episode, then clearly she's now letting it be known that I don't like the babe. I don't think she's being too fake because it's just Choma and Carolina, Carolina that were not invited. Um, yeah, I was saying the, the addition of Mariam 
because now Iabu kind of seems like she's more team Tiana, Laura, ETC, but it's like, ma'am, last week you were snitching that Laura said stuff to you about Chioma and um, Carolina. So I'm not sure where Iabu's loyalties lie. I'd like to see how that goes because it's not really clear. Um, but yeah, it just feels like right now, nothing is for certain. I think though with Iabo, I think it was just the case that obviously she just come back from Paris, England, whatever, whatever. So she got a new set of grills. But um, she said Carolina was a follower as well. Hmm. She also, like, it's not like that other time where it's just Laura or whoever says yeah. She also said, yeah, Carolina just follows. And I'm like, obviously they didn't show where she was getting this from, but she also yeah. said it. So, But I do think and maybe this goes back to the infatuation thing that we spoke about after episode one. I do think it's always seemed like Yabo's closer to Chioma than she is Carolina. Case in point, even when Laura made the comments, she told Chioma, not Carolina, even though it was about Carolina. Does that make sense? And Carolina only found out at the Bohemian thing what was said about her. But um, I obviously saw at the time she called because she was also genuinely like, where are they? But maybe when she realized, we'll see... Choma's not coming because Choma said flight, flight, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I hear what you're saying, but this is what I'm saying. I think even if she was gang with them, if Carolina keeps doing this, you're going to put yourself in a position where everyone's just going to be like, well, if you're only going to care about Choma and no one else, why is everyone else going to bother with you? Because if you're just going to do monkey see, monkey do, is there a point in any of us trying to get to know you? Is there a point of any of us trying to build a friendship with you? Can yeah because effort exactly because everything is based off of oh basically what Chioma, Chioma says goes for both of you and it doesn't even seem like Chioma's even telling her don't do this don't this i think she's just taking it upon herself to she just, move follows, she just follows her lead yeah so it's it's tight um but even in that situation i don't know if you saw in that scene laura kept saying how i'm not hurt i'm not hurt it's fine like it's actually better that they wouldn't come now than or to come if they didn't want to do that and i just feel like she's still making excuses for chioma almost giving her a pass not necessarily giving her a pass but i would expect more like fuck these bitches type energy rather than no but it's fine i'm not hurt because you can actually see she's hurt like from i think i get i would say otherwise had she not been the woman who was saying fuck Kika that other episode, had she not been that woman, I would have been like, you know what, girl, do you? But because she said fuck Kika, I know she's pot- she's capable of vocalizing her emotions. Yeah. So the fact that, again, and this is why I'm like, it's just making me feel like my good sister coming across as a bag. I don't think, and I actually wrote in my notes that this week especially, I saw what you meant and I was like, Leo was right that she isn't an intentional villain. I think the things that she had just said or done was a bit, mm, but I don't think she was like, I want to be the villain kind of thing. But um, yeah, I think as time goes on, I actually like her more, but I, I still want her to be better, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, I just don't want to see her go out as a bit because I feel like she has a lot to bring to the table and I don't want her to be what it appears is the situation with Carolina just infatuated by this babe being this gorgeous, stunning London babe. Like, don't, 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 don't look down on yourself because you don't speak in a certain way, or maybe I don't know what financially the situations are saying, but like, if you're with a billionaire, girl, like, yeah, you're by a babe like this. 
Yeah. So don't don't and I and I, I like Shoma, don't get me wrong, but like let's not treat her like she's Beyonce or God. Like she she's actually a person. Like she actually if like if anything, this show has brought her down in my eyes. Not even down in like a negative way, but like it's like, oh yeah, she's just a like she's actually just, just a, a person. She's just a London babe who, yeah, she dresses like expensively and everything. But like she's just she plays her never have I ever like she's just a London. She's a... Yeah, I think unfortunately, like there there definitely still seems to be a bit of infatuation of beach you my good hair. And I don't know if it's her accent. I don't know if who she's been known to be associated or affiliated with. But um, even at the dinner, that dinner, and even Nora was like, ugh, like watching Chioma and Karina just ride each other's nuts. I was like, guys, guys. It was giving me Cynthia. And do you remember when Cynthia and Kenya first became friends and they would not stop talking about how- Really at the end of it. <laughs> how good each other's poems tasted. It was just like, oh my God. Could you guys get a room? I'm sick of this. No, literally get a room. That's the, oh my gosh, I actually wrote in my notes. You're right. Yeah, I was not laughing at Karina and calling her follower. Yikes. Anyway, as soon as I watched this on Friday, gonna, I really forgot. This reunion is going to be very chaotic. I think it's going to be like the New Jersey reunion where you actually don't know who's beefing who. Yeah, where you get there and you're like, oof. But um, I think this is, this is a, another, what can I say? Lesson in being patient. Oh. Huh? Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna say it was a filler episode. I was about to. Be no, no, I was gonna say it's a lesson of being patient because I definitely feel like three, four, five. This was five. Yeah, three, four, and five. I have literally, and it's been getting better and better. And they're giving us more and more. I don't know if you remember my complaint last week was that I felt like the episode like just wasn't ending. Like there, there needs to be more stuff happening, but I didn't feel that way this week. Like I felt like it was enough. I didn't feel like oh, when is it gonna end? So I, I'm hoping you know they stick to this and you know it just carries on that way if i say it's because of miriam you people call me mad no it is because the scenes that we saw more of was mayim and laura at the pool then there was obviously the preparation for this fashion night thing then obviously there was the sleepover that ended up being better after she came there was a conversation by the pool like i literally wrote my notes that they needed her i think i even tweeted on friday and i'm like they needed this babe but honestly it makes sense because honestly imagine you went on a show without any of your friends. You wouldn't be you until your one of your people came and is like, "Bitch, what is you yeah. doing?" And then you're like, "Hey, fuck you guys, man!" I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> and that I think that's what she did to Tiana. She brought out that man. What's this bitch saying? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Her, I I mean I don't usually side with Carolina, but her use of the word "bitch" is a bit excessive. I mean, girl, please use another word. <laughs> I think in some cases, yes, but I also do think, and I noticed it a lot from like, from people back home, like in Botswana especially, sometimes I feel like when, not build your personality based off of TV and music, but it's almost like you build your personality based off of TV and music, because, I mean, I don't think she's done that in an extreme case, but I do think it's very... American culture, like for obviously bitch, 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 okay. like, and then, oh, you bitch. But it's like, really and truly, let's be honest, you, now you're overdoing it. <laughs> like, we understand, you know, the bitch here or there, but like, huh, it's not every time. And like you said, like Karina said, there are certain situations where just find another word. Like, <laughs> especially considering these are people that 
you've more or less just met like a bar twain who's your friend it's a it's excessive they do mean i do get what she means when she says there are different meanings of the word bitch there's bitch bitch mm-hmm. bitch you know there's, there's ways <laughs> it's, yeah but um it could be annoying to hear if you aren't friends with the person as well yeah especially for someone like carolina we're already think of carolina episode one to the rest of the women she actually warmed up more as time went on she wasn't like this in episode one remember tiana's baby so she was just there so that being said her meeting a new person and then the other one coming on bitch 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 <laughs> i don't think it was gonna ever sit well with her i'm afraid but um yeah i guess we'll wait and see what the rest of the season holds for us i really wish we knew how many episodes they have in total but um you find out nothing me too can't find anything but um i do hope it's at least more than 12 at least least. i'm hoping (laughs) i'm hoping i'm hoping but i get the vibe that more kicks off with laura and choma based off of what she said on the podcast you must check your tiktok because i might have sent you the clip because but i know when you get too many tiktoks you get overwhelmed i so. I, I just don't open the app now even yeah yeah no if no i'd actually i'll go and find it and then send it to you I oh I'll, I'll open the app I'll open. okay <laughs> but yeah she kind of hinted because when they'll ask me like so what happens but like she didn't her face looked a bit like <laughs> so she was kind of like when they were asking so like are you guys gonna stay friends like what happens and she was like you guys are just gonna have to see but the way she generally was speaking about laura you were like mm. it, it, it didn't it didn't bode well for them no like her, her facial expression especially i have the feeling something like really, really kicked off um but that's been everything from me i don't know if that's all from you anesu that's all from me i don't i don't chatted everybody's ears off chat uh, but thank you guys for making it thus far in your listening um every listen is appreciated and yeah we're excited to get this one out um be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at r-e-a-l-i-t-y-c-h-k-p-o-d and use that hashtag if you ever want to get in touch with us let us know if there's anything we should be watching let us know if we got it wrong or got it right and um what shows you want to see us watch or you know whatever well free to suggestions um yeah that's been me leo and that's been me nessie bye bye